strikes me one of the biggest challenges though is that I think that a lot of organizations are firefighting uh they're spending a huge amount of time and uh, and, and partly because of just the nature of things but it's also about where money's spent trying to have money spent on things before they've become a problem is is often a challenge trying to justify spend on something before they've got anything tangible to say well look this genuinely is a real risk this isn't just like we're not just a boy boy cry wolf here this is genuinely like a real issue this could really happen and it's it's i think that that that's a challenge i mean certainly when i think about what our solution and what we do is that we find it much easier to sell the things that will fix the problem after it's become a problem as opposed to helping you know selling the organization the thing that will help them prevent the issue happening in the first place because one of them is actually presenting a real tangible threat right there and then and the other is about being prepared and being you know having a mature approach to you know prevention but I think the reality is is prevention something that a lot of organizations don't do because it it doesn't it's hard to justify it's much easier to justify the cure than it is the the, 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 the cause I think that that's that's one of the challenges as well that we were talking about earlier isn't it I guess mm. yeah yeah and I think people also to a certain degree look at a very small sensor let's say it was even a, a, a thermostat yeah uh, in your house that's a small class zero IOT device People look at that and say, well, so what if somebody hacks that? What do I care if they know what the temperature is in my house? Uh, but that's not the issue. You know, what, what do people care if, if, mm -hmm. if somebody's seeing the vibration of a motor uh, uh, on a motor uh, that's sensing for predictive maintenance? Who, who cares about that? Well, mm -hmm. the answer is there's an awful lot of people that care because of where they can go with that. Um, studies show that, <clears throat> that the perpetrators of uh, cyber crime uh, fall into some general some general categories. They they are nation states that are trying to take over devices to uh, for possible future use for disruption and panic if they needed to to create uh, those kinds of issues against a, an enemy of state. Mm -hmm. They are systems administrators and insiders that often. Um, are collecting data for clandestine purposes. Mm. Uh, organized crime is, without a doubt, the biggest one. And their <clears> motivations <throat> become, you know, why, why would they do this? Well, financial gain, uh, espionage for IP and, uh, and key trade secrets, a disruption of people's life, uh, as in the case of nation states or even crime, as mm. we talked about political advantage and retaliation. Those are the big, those are the big items, big reasons why people do this stuff. Mm. And we've got as a, as a digital community and a, and a computer community uh, around the globe to really think in terms of that. The, the smarter we get in terms of use of these IoT devices, the, the smarter the bad actors get mm. for use of the data and for, uh, for collecting this data. And, um, and, and, and every day there are headlines and uh, new cases where bad actors are collecting everything from uh, IP and trade secrets to military and classification information, mm. uh, <clears throat> server infrastructures, authentication data, financial data, all of those things are being stolen daily. Huh. So I suppose the difficulty is, is it's the sheer volume of IoT, but also the quality of the coding, the quality of the security that's being put into these things, and then the lack of actual... Uh, verification before they're even allowed to get it you know to be utilized within the corporate environment or actually within any environment that has 
you, you know, that's providing access as well. I mean, I think that it, 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 that I can see that that must be a real, that, that is a real challenge. I mean, that's, I mean, how can you protect against something that could, is, is that wide? I mean, that must be incredibly difficult to do. Yeah, and, and we have to think about these devices, not just in terms of convenience, uh, mm. convenient little inanimate objects. We have to think of them as a computer. This yeah. is a computer that can be accessed. And, <laughs> and even, uh, you know, even, even, if, even if it's a small computer and nobody could get past that small mm. device, mm. there are bad actors who are taking millions of these devices, being mm. able to take them over, uh, through a sophisticated computer program, stitch a million of them together mm. and use the collective computing power of that to mm. attack someone else and shut their systems down on the other side and distribute the computing power across a million small IoT devices. Well, right. if you're an elderly person, uh, you know, if you, if you were, you know, my mother and father or someone's grandmother out there who has these devices I wonder how they'd feel if they knew that a bad actor, an organized crime or a nation state was using their computer to perpetrate a crime. And those kinds of things have to come into play. And, and in your neck of the wood, GDPR is demanding that there be a certain minimum level of security on consumer devices. And it's for that very reason. The United States, a, a bill just passed this last week that requires a minimum level of security on the, even the smallest of IoT devices that are doing business with the U.S. federal government, and especially if it involves military, because those devices are going to market without security, Absolutely. and they're leaving it wide open to uh, uh, to bad actors. That's really interesting, and I and I think a lot of people would be surprised how many of their devices are even that they're on IoT. That they probably don't even realize how many IoT devices they've even got. I think that's probably. I I, I was just thinking about my home, in even from a personal perspective. I bet you I've got a ton more IoT devices than I even know I've got. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's it's scary to keep track of these things, right? You know, uh, it was really interesting. I was, <laughs> could be yeah, anything, I, I was at a potential uh, customer's office here uh, recently, and um, we had our masks on, by the way. Uh, I was at a potential customer's office, and uh, <clears throat> he pulled up the dashboard of his own home. He pulled up the router dashboard so that he was showing us some data. Mm, wow. This is a company that is an, uh, an internet service provider. And uh, so he pull, pulled up his own personal dashboard and he starts looking at it. And the more he looked at it, he said, you know, I haven't been on here in a while. And there was a list of probably 40 different devices right. that was on his system. And he said, where did all these come from? I mean, he was genuinely shocked. Yeah. And this is the guy who is a senior engineer at an ISP. This is uh, it. It's so yeah. easy to connect so many devices and and do that without concern for the security. This is it. You know, I think, I mean, you know, I've got like, you know, refrigerators, microwaves, kettles. I mean, like a whole bunch of this stuff, right? And it's just people don't even think about these. They're just not even thinking about what it actually means for their security as well. Really interesting. Really interesting. I mean, I mean, you look at your own, even in your vehicle, it's connected at multiple points um, wow. yeah. for collection, uh, uh, not only co uh, collection of data, but also for, for safety and for operating yeah. ability. I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a digital world. Yeah, that's really fascinating. 
Uh, that's it's fascinating. Yeah, and I think that you've got such is such an interesting point that you raise. I think that this is the thing where we think about what, the way that security is going to be in say five or six years time. This is going to be the thing that everyone's going to be talking about. This is the thing that everyone's going to be doing because this is. I'll tell you why, because it's a massive gap. It's a massive floor. At the moment, it's, oh, a hacker. It's one of the easiest ways in. <laughs> it's one of the easiest ways in um, because it's an oversight because most organizations, most people just don't think yeah. about that, that, that. They don't realize what a risk it is. And uh, hackers do. <laughs> hackers so statistics are 98%. Yeah, all, all IoT devices have either no security, which yeah. is most of them, or wholly inadequate security. That is just a massive gap. It is. And, and if we think it's bad now, give us about to five years. In five years' times, quantum computers are going to be mainstream, and they will break <laughs> the security that's on your smartphone and mine that, yeah. is, that is out there now. The encryption will not be able to withstand the attacks from quantum computers. That opens up the entire world. We've got to move quickly to not only secure these small devices, but to secure them from yeah. quantum computers in the future or all data will be subject to theft.